I'll visit him or whatever, which um, I'm going to say my line again because I keep the cat sneezed. Yeah, I heard. Everybody and welcome to Book Retorts. I'm Danielle. I'm Sam. And this is part two of part two. The Man's Voice. <laughs> yes. In a podcast about Oh yeah, we're a podcast about weird media <laughs> where I tell in this case tell Sam something weird about a story that I just watched and he doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for this time, which I do know something, because as you mentioned, this is part Two of the Korean drama, The Man's Voice. Yes, I would recommend listening to part one, but it's not necessary. I'm sure you'll (laughs) catch on. (laughs) Yes, because The Man's Voice, I gotta say it that way every time now, I just just feel like it, uh, is not a terribly complicated drama in terms of characters. It's not, and it gets more fun in the second half anyway, so, you know, feel free, start in the second half. (laughs) Absolutely. I have nothing else to add. Okay. <laughs> it sounded like you're going somewhere with that. So as per our usual, Sam, are you going to go ahead and tell us what happened in part one of The Man's Voice? I am. Although, quick peek behind the curtain here. I, I have to put an asterisk next to my name in the record book here because <laughs> because Danielle and I are not the best at time management. Just uh, right now, are... it's post-holidays. You were gone. I... It's a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Usually we're better. (laughs) I know, but just saying, because we were having some time crunch issues, we are not quite a week past when we recorded the last episode, as is tradition. And also, I've been editing the previous episode continuously since we had it, so it's a little bit fresher in my mind than it would be otherwise. So I just going to put it out there. Do not be impressed by my performance today. In fact, you should probably be more unimpressed when I still fail to recall (laughs) much about this show. (laughs) It's going to be great. Sam always downplays it, but his memory is much better than mine. Yes, but still not, like, amazing. <laughs> yes, yes it is. <laughs> All right, so let's see if I can remember about the man's voice. So I remember the opening, I remember with crystal clear clarity, uh, which was redundant, but I remember very... <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> I remember very well because it was so ridiculous where a woman uh, is looking for a cat and she gets struck by lightning and her skeleton glows because this is a cartoon <laughs> world. <laughs> and this Best gives part. her the power to talk to cats. Not all cats as far – I mean, maybe. Wait, Who knows? I mean, a, a cat. It gives her the power to hear a cat psychically, communicate with a cat. Now, this is something I did not ask in the last episode, and I, I should have asked for clarification. I'm assuming this works on dumb movie rules where the cat can understand the English of everyone who's speaking, even though only the one girl can understand him. Yeah, it's Korean, but yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, Korean. Sorry. I'm assuming uh, – let's, let's assume I'm talking with the subtitles. <laughs> you can read the subtitles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which I always thought was ridiculous. Why can the animal understand the people just fine, even though they're not able or actually speaking the language? I always thought that was really weird and dumb. I don't know the answer to that Anyway, question. we find out that this woman, who we call A.T. No, you called A.T. I called her Miriam. Oh, that's her name, right. Because <laughs> uh, uh, she had a mission ticket written on her name tag. <laughs> she works in a convenience store, and she's got the hots. For a pilot, a co-pilot, I'm sorry, the, the TV show is very specific about him being a co-pilot, which <laughs> seems degrading to co-pilots because they, they're definitely pilots. Well, I th- he just is a co-pilot because he isn't piloting his own craft and it's part of the story plot that he 
could one day pilot his okay. own craft. Uh, who has a, that white fluffy cat as his pet, and she's got a hot form because he's handsome, and that's literally his entire personality, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Do you know the cat's name, Sam? <laughs> uh, Natsume. Natsume? Natsume. <laughs> Natsume, okay. I remember the cat's name because you, you yelled at the very beginning, like, she's looking for Natsume the cat. Yes. I don't remember his name, which is fine because who cares? Tewa. That's right. <laughs> And I did not remember her name either, except for it was A.T. So anyway, she works at the convenience store. She's got the hots for him. She likes to hide cat food so only he can buy it because she's a terrible person who's a terrible shopkeeper. <laughs> and through a series of contrivances, the pet hotel that he is supposed to leave his cat with is closed. So the pilot leaves Natsume with A.T. to take care yes. of while he is traveling to Paris. Not that he knows her. Not that he knows her at all because he's, again, a, a terrible pet owner who is also obsessed with his cat's well-being, which seems to be in conflict to me. Yeah. You think you'd know more than one pet hotel. Or a better solution than just, hey, you're a stranger. Take care of my cat. I don't care what happens to it if he you're He did crazy. call his one friend. Remember, he has one friend oh, right, that one he friend. called. Yes. Still. But just the one. Yeah. <laughs> or take the cat with you. Cats can go on planes. That's true. I don't know why he didn't even bother to do that. Maybe he can't as a pilot. I mean, they can take luggage. I, I think he would he, find a way. He never flies the plane, so I don't see why it matters <laughs> right. if he has a pet with That's him. That's right. He not. never actually flies the plane. He sits there and texts from 30,000 feet in the air somehow. He drinks coffee. He texts. He talks to the pilot. And I, he does nothing. <laughs> I, I still am, am not sure how he manages to get a good cell phone signal 30,000 feet up in the air. <laughs> I don't know, but it's crystal clear and constant. Anyway, uh, Natsume and AT do not get along because cats are just jerks, I guess. Uh, he is totally a jerk. And you hate her mother, and I don't know why Yes, she just yells all the time. She's just so terrible, Sam. And she's even more terrible the second half, but she's just ter- like she's just annoying to watch. Okay, okay, fair enough. I mean, I, I suppose that doesn't quite come through in your retelling because you're not yelling all the time. But I'll yeah, take she your just word yells. For it. She literally never stops yelling. It's like grating. I actually <laughs> fast forward through her parts. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so while taking care of the cat, it escapes. They get struck by lightning. They get communication powers. They catch a middle-aged jerk who is the titular man's voice. Mm-hmm. And just as I said that, I recall the opening, and I'm so sad I did not mention it earlier, how the opening theme song <laughs> mentions Tobin's and- Tobin's! <laughs> it is Danielle's favorite thing in the world. It's a great theme song. <laughs> and it is totally, it totally does not fit the tone or like vibe of the show. No, it does not. It's fabulous. It's all whimsical and French. <laughs> and you're like, why? That's right. This thing has a weird, there's a weird like French undercurrent to this show. That's because she wants to go to Paris. Okay. We'll get there. Well, I'm sure. And okay, this is where things get really fuzzy for me because I feel like the plot just sort of enters a spiral of abuse <laughs> where the cat abuses AT. By, like, calling her names and calling her ugly and things, and she just sort of does nothing about it, even though she's the human with all the power in this uh, uh, dynamic. <laughs> it's amazing, really, that she does nothing about it. At some point, she's, like, threatening to take the cat back to the cat hotel, and mm-hmm. this upsets the pilot for some reason, because apparently taking the cat to where he's going to take it in the first place is somehow <laughs> bad. And he's convinced it's the cat's fault, even though she tells him repeatedly that he she has a personal emergency, even though that's not true, but... For some reason, the pilot does not believe a word out of her mouth. <laughs> Which, again, apparently he's right and knows his cat very well, but still left with a stranger and still does not understand why she'd want to take it to a cat hotel. Yeah. And he's very, like, perturbed that she's going to take it to the pet hotel, which doesn't make sense nope. to me because that's where the cat always goes. Yeah. Uh, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that makes no sense. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on what happens after this because, again, it just feels like a jumble of cat abuse. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> uh, I, I forget why and she picked... To be clear, cat human abuse, not human cat abuse. Right. The cat is not being abused by the human. The cat is issuing the abuse verbally, <laughs> the psychically. Oh, oh, the cat's psychic. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's important. All too. cats are psychic, apparently. What's up? That's terrifying. The terrifying horror of the show is that cats can read your thoughts and apparently understand English, and so they know all our secrets, and it's awful. Yeah, it's really terrible. I don't remember why she brings the cat back. I, she doesn't just chop off the cat hotel because. Oh, because it's the guy try, is all like. Oh, uh, what guy? At the, the convenience store, the guy who comes in. Oh, the pervert. Like, the pervert. Yeah, who like totally gropes her butt. And he cat attacks her, like, you owe me. And then she'd be like, yeah, okay, but let's set some ground so it does not happen. That's not what happens. She just takes her back and then does everything that he wants. And then something about the cat is like, hey, I'll help you hook up with the pilot if you don't take me to the hotel and you watch me all the time whenever he's away instead of the hotel. Yes. And she somehow trusts him. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. He's been nothing but untrue up to that point. (laughs) Yeah, he's duplicitous to the end. And eventually she meets up with the pilot at some point. He like invites her inside for coffee and uh, she has a weird fantasy about making out with him in an elevator. Oh, yeah. She brings the cat back to him because yeah. he comes back from one of his trips. And she, they go up in the elevator to his apartment. And she, like, fully acts out a fantasy about making out with him, which, you know, people actually do in real life, I'm sure. <laughs> like, physically acts out yeah, her. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> all, I'm just walking on the street and she puts us in all kinds of weird daydreams on the subway or whatever. That is simultaneously the most embarrassing part, like where you want to cover your eyes, and also the funniest part because the cat's reaction is hysterical. Right, because the cat is reading her thoughts. Um, <laughs> He's like, "You're really into that." <laughs> and they have coffee together, and it's the worst kiss ever. Remember, because she kisses his face like twelve times. All oh, right, she like peppers his face and does not seem to figure out how lips work. <laughs> Wild. Terrible daydream. Uh, they have coffee. Then they then they go out to dinner or something. Yeah, they go out to dinner that night. And the cat's very upset by it. Yeah, and the pilot seems totally not interested in her, like at all. And oh, asks but, her, yeah. yeah, and asks her to keep watching the cat. That's like his big ask. Like, hey, I'm very important to ask you. Can you please take care of my cat more? And she agrees because I don't know. I don't know why she agrees. Because she wants an in, with, I'm sure, with the pilot, because she's in love with him. So even if she wants an in, I feel like there's probably a better way than being a cat sitter for a cat you hate. Yes, probably. And now, and he goes to that convenience store regularly anyway, yeah. so you could just continue re- your relationship with him. Or your lack of, because again, he gives no signs that he wants anything more, and if she were at all... Like, intel- she, she had any brains about relationships or any backbone or dignity, uh, self-esteem, she'd be like, <laughs> I should just move on to someone else. She wants to be with me and stop pining over this person who is uninterested with this terrible cat and, like, doing all these degrading things to try to get his attention. I don't disagree. And it's all implied that it's just because of him. She never says it or seems to suggest that's why she's watching the cat. Yeah. It's um weird. I don't understand her at all. <laughs> I don't understand any of the characters in the show. Uh, I don't remember what happens after that, except I remember the very end of the episode, or the the four episodes you did, rather, Mm -hmm. which was where a a crazy lady comes back who is presumably Pilot Guy's ex, and she wants revenge on the cat. She does. That is the closing scene. But prior to that, uh, Uh Natsume tells her that she should dress up in that purple miniskirt and pink She goes like full fluorescent early 90s look. 
Yeah, and is like trying to be all sexy at the door, and Tewa is like, "I'm good, thanks. Have a good night." But <laughs> thanks for like, bringing back my cat. <laughs> kind of charmed by it, like, "Oh, she's so." Like later in bed, he's like almost charmed by her. Yeah, he smiles at the memory of it, and the cat's really angry about it. <laughs> and I don't understand any of these characters. None of them make sense to me. I'm sorry. No, none of them make sense. That's the best part of this whole show is that none of the characters make sense. <laughs> well, um. Boy, that I, I I'm not displeased with that performance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. Good job, Sam. Like I said, definitely an asterisk. It's my name in the record book. Can't take full credit for it, but I'm really excited to see how Cat Revenge Lady figures into this story. Oh my gosh, it's dumb. <laughs> perfect. You it's perfect. It's my so weird. <laughs> All right, so the next day, approximately, who knows, this this story plays loosey-goosey with time. Time is irrelevant <laughs> in the story, just happens. The next day, Miram is uh, at work. She's daydreaming about Tewa. Is she acting Tewa out is, again? No, she's, no, but she's definitely doing that, like, goofy-eyed expression thing where she, like, doesn't realize people are in front of her, which uh, rarely happens in real life, no, let's right. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how movies treat daydreams like something that are totally all-consuming that like actual like you're actually asleep but in the middle of the day and somehow you also like sleepwalking or whatever and acting at all it's it's weird that's not how they it's work really at all weird. i know like you're usually aware that there are people around you are calling your name right you're not completely like checked out usually <laughs> But apparently she is because she's really into these uh, daydreams or thoughts and multiple times has to be reminded by her customers that she's at work. And Tewa's at home and he's reflecting to the cat, Natsume, that he shouldn't have just sent her off with her crazy outfit. He should have, you know, got her dinner or something. He should have sent her off nice. without her crazy outfit. hey <laughs> Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Natsume agrees that he feels a bit sorry about what he did, but not enough to let, quote unquote, the ugly one claim him. <laughs> this cat has like the most unhealthy attachment to Tewa. We do get to that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a little I, bit. I don't care why. It's not good. <laughs> it is really unhealthy. I agree. So much to her surprise, Tewa texts her to ask when she gets off work. And she's like, oh, I get off at 11. And he's like, okay. And he doesn't say anything else. And like all people, all girls would be, she's freaking out at her phone. Like, what does that mean? Did <laughs> like, she just, okay? Did she just ask him like a human being should? <laughs> well, she was going to ask him, but you know, like she second guessed herself. She writes several texts and she never asks him what he wanted. Well, lame. You know? So as Natsume is sleeping, Tewa heads out to meet up with Miram because apparently his plan was to meet up with her. Like surprise, you're like, hey, surprise, you're off work, I'm here. Yeah, which is crazy because just because she gets off work at 11 doesn't mean she doesn't have plans after work. <laughs> right. Or like, you know, oh, I have to like go to bed because I'm assuming you mean 11 at night, like now she gets off 11 in the morning. No, it's 11 in the morning. Oh. She was working, I guess, the morning shift. Okay. Well, that I guess that's a little more reasonable, but still, you're right. Like, she could have plans or whatever. Yeah. So he asks her if she wants to go day drinking. <laughs> <There's> which a... <laughs> I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. No. Is this like a Tuesday? Let's go get Blano on a Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, kind of, I was kind of down. I was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> Tuesday morning day drink. I'm, I'm 100% in for this. <laughs> So meanwhile, Natsume wakes up and he's like, I can't believe Tewa left without telling me. Like, I guess he ordinarily wakes up the cat to tell him he's leaving. Anyone who has a cat knows you don't wake up your cat every time you leave because your cat's constantly asleep. <laughs> well, and also like cats are pretty aware usually. They know when you leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
And there's this great, uh, I guess, camera work of the cat wandering the house, kind of looking in the rooms. I don't know what they did to make the cat do that, but it is pretty funny. And then he rolls all over the floor in despair as he realizes he's probably met up with Miram. <laughs> this, I, this cat is so, so much a drama queen. I know, it's great. I th- I feel like that's realistic to cats. Yeah, they're all kind of prima donnas. <laughs> so they go to a park with some convenience store beverages, and he tells he tells her that he goes there sometimes with Natsume, but it's different now that I'm here with you. <laughs> I would hope so. I don't have my cat on a leash with me here. Like, you're not on a leash, so you're different than my cat. <laughs> also... Are they like boozy beverages or just like, here's a Red Bull? I think they're boozy beverages. They're like beer or something. Okay, okay, good. I'm just like, when he said day drinking, I didn't know if he was like another one of his weird turns of phrase that don't (laughs) seem to match No, they're drinking beer, I'm pretty sure. So this is where you learn that Natsume is nine years old, which is 52 years in human years, according to the show. I don't know if that's true. I don't know how the math... I mean, this whole like animal years to human years thing, it never made sense to me to begin with. (laughs) Well, he's middle-aged, as we know from the story, but... And the voice. Yeah, this apparently surprises Taewa just a little bit about it, and he's thinking very deeply about how he should get his cat a girlfriend before it's too late. Like, this is the time in his life that his cat should get a girlfriend. (laughs) Couple of things. A, 52 is pretty late to be thinking about a girlfriend. (laughs) I mean, for for your first girlfriend, I'm I'm getting that. Second, is the cat not fixed? I don't know. I'm sure the cat's fixed. He seems like a good pet owner. So then why would, a, like, why does it matter? For companionship, Sam. Cats are solitary creatures most <laughs> Well, most not the in the story. Okay, fine. And then I then he asks Miriam if she has a boyfriend. And you would think that the, like, concept about getting his cat a girlfriend was, like, his lead-in to asking Miriam if, if she has a boyfriend uh-huh. but i don't think it was because the way he asks it's very like casual <laughs> like he's just like oh, i'm curious do you have a boyfriend i would love this show <laughs> i would actually watch this show daniel if if Tewa never actually showed any interest in, in miriam <laughs> at all like he was just talking to like hey you're cool we can be friends whatever like if that was the, if miriam was just like pining and pining after him and he was asking like yeah oh yeah let's go hang out let's just be friends and never like was never interested in her because that would be an amazing thing. It would be, but unfortunately for you, this story's not that good. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know, it was worth a try. He points out that they're both single, and Miram, of course, is internally freaking out about, like, why he asked her that, and if, like, he's into her, and, like, what that means. And, I would not yes. date this man. He seems to be <laughs> infuriatingly vague in his communication. <laughs> to be fair, she never follows up with questions. That's also true. So they take a walk through the park, which I can only assume is the park that they used for Paris earlier in the show. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> like, why would you do multiple parks? As a we don't setting? have money for multiple occasions, Sandy. What are you talking about? We barely have money yeah, for I'm our cat. I'm pretty sure this show did not have money for multiple occasions. And she stops when she sees a plane in the air, and she kind of exclaims excitedly about it. And he wonders at her excitement, and she explains that she's never been on a plane, and she always wonders, like, where they're going and who's on them, and it all seems so exciting. And he's like, it sucks, it's boring, it's like eight (laughs) hours of me just sitting down, bored to tears. No, so he really likes planes, Sam. (laughs) That's why he's a pilot. I don't know. Taewa's pretty perplexed by the idea that she's never been on a plane. Like, that just blows his mind. What a a out-of-touch loser. 
And, you know, and he tells her, like, uh, telling her future kind of thing, where he's like, I see a lot of planes in your future. And he asks her if she wants to move on to round two of their non-date. I don't know if this is a date. It's not clear from Tewa's perspective if this is a date. Okay, okay. Maybe I have been misled by media, but I always assume pilots could get, like, tickets for dirt cheap for, like, their friends and family. We'll get there. <laughs> so why has, I mean, this is like the second time she's mentioned wanting to travel. If he actually has any interest in her whatsoever, why hasn't he been like, you know what? I can hook you up with some tickets. You want to come next time I'm going to Paris? Like, Well, Sam, they're moving on to round two. Maybe they're going on a plane. <laughs> Danielle, that's like such an easy in. What a, what a, uh, these people are the worst. Yes. Okay. We'll get there, Sam. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't understand why it's taking him so long to come to that very obvious solution. Well, this is only their second possible date. <laughs> so, meanwhile... She's entrusted girl... her with his cat! <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, Sam. I'm sorry, I'm just... It's only their second time date, so he doesn't know her well enough to take her on a plane to Paris, but he does know her well enough to trust him with his beloved cat. But we'll get to, say, we'll get to it. I'm just saying, it's insane. <laughs> In like three seconds, we will get to whether or not they're on a plane for round two of their date. Are they on a plane for round two of their date? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because first off, there's an evil girl we need to discuss. <laughs> you said three seconds, Danielle. I demand three seconds worth of, <laughs> for oh knowing my, my question being answered. Wow, that did not I mean, come I can out. skip Great. over the evil girl part if you want, but no, I mean, well, it's okay. really the most interesting part of the whole show. So I'm getting flustered by uh, my, my, my anger at the way this plot is progressing. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile the evil girl whose name is jenna by the way sure I, i'm not gonna remember is, that <laughs> she's angry because she found out from a detective agency that taewa went on a date in a park with the convenience store clerk i know what <laughs> uh <laughs> at wow. this point in the show it is not clear why she was coming out of a detective agency <laughs> that is that is some very ethically i don't want to say dubious just bad Bad she gets worse. Use of a- She's a terrible human yeah. being. <laughs> She's like amazingly evil. I'm impressed. Yeah. So round two, Sam. They're on a plane to Busan. Finally. Ah. <laughs> so I guess Tewa did use his connections. So question, because this just seems abrupt, but like, hey, you just got off work. Let me take you apart. An hour later, hey, we're on a plane. Did you have to pa- have time to pack? Did you tell your family? They're just you- so they're only going for the day. Okay. They're going to Busan, which isn't like super far away, and they're going basically. They're gonna like have dinner, kind of walk around, and then come back. In the oh, evening. okay, that's okay. That's a swanky date. I'll give him props for that. <laughs> I know. Why not use your connections for? Good? Yeah, finally. <laughs> so he tells her that since he was young, looking at the sky had always calmed him. So he never gets tired of being on planes. Because she asks him like. You know, do you want to be on a plane on your off days? <laughs> like, That's fair. It's a fair question. So she asks him if it's like destiny that he became a pilot then, which I thought was a funny question. I'm like, no, he liked planes, so he became a pilot. Right, what, no, like, th- that's not destiny. <laughs> that is like the opposite. That's self-determination. <laughs> he didn't fall into being a pilot. He's <laughs> like, it was so weird. I always liked planes, and then one day I woke up and I was a pilot. It was dumb. And he's like, he goes, no, it's because I look sexy in the uniform. (laughs) Really, I swear to God, is the first joke he says in this entire show. It's a solid (laughs) joke, though. I'll give him props. It was pretty funny. So she loves the view from the plane, you know, like all new plane Mm -hmm. riders. She's looking out the window and Taewa does a lot of staring at her instead of out the window. So, oh, he's falling in love with her. Uh, can we just fast forward to that boring crab and get back to the evil lady and the cat, who are the more interesting characters? Yeah, we'll get there shortly. But first, you have to get through the weird dinner in Busan. Oh, okay. As long as it's weird. 
so they're having this dinner in Busan, which seems to go, be going really well. And they ask for a third bottle of soju, which is a type of alcohol. And the restaurant owner tells them, she comes up to like deliver the, the soju. And she's like, many years ago, I sat here with my husband in this exact same spot. And after three bottles of soju, we had triplets. <laughs> Uh, and Jay Watt looks deeply uncomfortable and embarrassed. I, yeah, also, uh, way to totally tank your chances of a good tip there, lady. <laughs> it's hilarious. I don't know if they tip in Korea. I mean, I don't know either. I'm just saying. That's like <laughs> not what I would call like, oh, thank you for sharing that weird anecdote while we're clearly on a date. Uh, that did not make us uncomfortable. Like, that's not good. You're like, not being a good host. I think it's funny. So he offers to play a game with uh, Mira where they spin a bottle a bottle cap spin the bottle cap and if it lands on the picture side like the strip spin the bottle cap they'll stay all night and go home the next morning and if it lands on the other side they go home that night is planned wait 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 he's basically flipping a coin to figure out whether they're gonna have sex or not stay the night is like could be a euphemism for sure could also just mean walking around all night who knows sam it Uh, doesn't matter Why do it you, does not matter. I know it doesn't matter. I'm just saying the premise <laughs> no, itself it, infuriates me. No, Sam, it literally does not matter because apparently it lands on the picture side. But Miram looks so shaken by that that they just ended up going home. But you don't see any of that. The next scene is just them at Miram's house being dropped off. <laughs> I, I, I'm still upset by the premise of using a coin clip to determine, like, why not just talk about it like adults? Well, I don't know if it really meant sex, Sam. It could have just literally meant just staying in oh, Busan. Whatever. For like, either way, like, hey, do you want to spend some more time here and then get a hotel later? Is uh, a better way than saying, let's have a coin <laughs> to tell us what to do with our time. I don't disagree, but here we are. It didn't matter to the plot at all. Which proves how stupid it was to the concept because no one's going like, to listen to it like, well, the bottle cap told me I have to spend the night here even though I don't want to. <laughs> I think she wanted to, but she got nervous. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's a, it's a, I, I, I rescind my, my being impressed by this date of his. Like, he just ruined it. <laughs> So as he's dropping her off, he tells her that he he's added a new item to his bucket list because hers is going to Paris, and now he wants to go to Paris with her. Oh, I was going to say it's her. His, his, new, his new item on the bucket list is just her. The next date definitely is in Paris. Of course it is. Uh, so, what, what an easy bucket list. I know. So as they're like standing there talking, a car drives by really quickly, and he grabs her, which is classic K-drama, and like pulls her in. The best part of Wait. the scene, though... That's intensely kidnapping. No, like, not the car pulls her in. Like, he, like, Tewa pulls her away from the car and holds her. Oh, okay. And so they're like, of course, their faces are really close. And, the like, that happens in pretty much every K-drama. But the best part of it is that she, their faces are maybe, like, eight inches apart. And it's not like they were getting closer like they are in a lot of dramas. You know, we're like, oh, are they going to kiss? Like, they're just sitting there eight inches apart. And she closes her eyes and puckers her lips. And you're like, um. (laughs) So she's just standing there and he's looking at her. Fair. <laughs> Lasts for like several seconds before he like pushes her away. <laughs> no, um, I if I were him, I'd be rethinking my bucket list. <laughs> it's so funny because they're not like looking like they're gonna kiss. There's like, of course, the tension between them, but they're not getting closer. She just suddenly closes her eyes. I'm like, you're not close enough to close your eyes, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she clearly doesn't know how to kiss from her own fantasies. So that's so cute. And so they, you know, kind of awkwardly part ways. And as she is making it home, she gets a text saying that she passed to the next round. And this is where I assume it's for a job. Is it the evil lady texting her? No. 
And I have no, okay, so you remember, <laughs> I, had, I didn't realize this till the second watch. You know, at the very beginning of the show where we meet her and after she's struck the, by lightning, yeah. After the getting struck by lightning, she's running to a bus stop and she's in a suit and has the little name tag. Oh, on yeah, yeah. How we got her name, AT. Right. Right, AT, but she was, I think, at a job interview. Oh, wait, <laughs> which sure? I was not like. I just didn't catch that for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why you would have caught that. It seems entirely obscure. And I'm sure the name tag in Korean probably gave you more information, but the the subtitle, like, yeah, the subtitles did not give me that information. Admission ticket does not tell me that she was at a job interview. <laughs> it tells me she was at a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had her like it was obviously like a name tag for a job. Maybe but she I has like a, a yearly pass or whatever one of those things but with no other like i didn't know anything else about this woman <laughs> at the beginning of the show and so for me it was like well maybe she's coming from her job and going somewhere else yeah, kind yeah. of thing yeah, and of then it turns out she had a job at the convenience store and then i instantly forgot that she had been running with a suit on at the beginning of no, the show <laughs> I, I i can't blame you for that one daniel i think that's the the tv show being just weirdly obtuse with its it was and it's like it's still obtuse because it doesn't say what the job is she, you've no idea what she's interviewing for i'm not sure it ever tells you what she majored in or like what her desire to work is. These characters like, are <laughs> empty. They have no wild. personality or drive other than at least on her end, romantic interest and a strange masochism for cat abuse. Right. And I think like you could have made this character more three-dimensional easily by just giving her some kind of drive, like telling the audience like she's really in, she really wants a marketing job or whatever. And that's what she's striving for outside of her convenience store part-time job. But no, they don't do any of that. They just like well, refer to a, like a job that you have no idea what it is. <laughs> I guess Taewa was beyond help. There's yes, no, nothing you can so. do to make his character more three-dimensional. <laughs> He's possibly more three-dimensional than her, and you spend way more time with her. Wow, that's that's terrible. The So the cat's mad, meanwhile, back at the house. The cat's mad because he's been gone for so long, and when he finally arrives home, he's drunk. <laughs> Fair, I guess. And then he tells the cat all about how he had such a good night. And Natsume is like, you're better than that. It better not have been with that ugly girl. Like, he's so mad at him. Uh, the cat continues to not be an endearing character. Yes. I don't know if he gets endearing by the end. Maybe he's a little bit better. <laughs> so fast forward to the next day. And it is actually the next day. The show told us this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she's Linear watching. time does exist. Natsume again and they have an awkward conversation outside of the shop and the cat is yelling at her through his carrier that if she has a conscience she'll pick somebody else that's in her own league and he, she's ignoring him entirely. See this is what I don't understand about the cat like if there is a legitimate concern he has about their relationship he could tell her and it might like oh you know he is unavailable because he's broken some way he's got like a past or whatever but just calling her ugly is not a very effective way to deter someone it just makes her like not like you. Well he He's not that smart. <laughs> Maybe because he's a cat. I don't know. Yeah, fair, I guess. His brain is the size of like a walnut. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells her that he's going to have a good trip thanks to her. And they do that like backwards walking wave thing where they walk backwards and look at each other and wave. And he embarrassingly then runs into a pole. <laughs> this is why you don't walk backwards. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so later that night, the cat is grilling her. And she gets angry and throws him out of the bathroom. 
Wait, and wait, wait, wait. Why? What was she doing in the bathroom while the cat was grilling her? Oh, she was just brushing her teeth. Okay. And she's like, you need to get out of here. I have to, you know, get ready for bed. And, and he's like, no, I'm going to ask you all these questions. Where were you last night? What were you doing with my butler? You know? <laughs> Again, she does not have to answer to him. He's a cat. No, she doesn't. But she throws him out of the bathroom. So good for her. And they have a great view of this, like, cat. It's like, his eyes are super wide. And he's yelling at her to let her his butler go. Love is awful. She doesn't want to be part of that. It just makes you hurt. <laughs> <laughs> what a so, curmudgeon. Such a, I know. He's such a dramatic Doesn't he know, herbal. like, tis better to have loved than lost than never to have loved at all? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to, like, give this guy a classical education. So, later, it may be that evening. It's probably a different evening because she was getting ready for bed. It's very confusing. She's at the convenience store. Oh, <laughs> uh, why does time make no sense? <laughs> and do you remember that guy who, like, asked her out and she said, absolutely not. I am busy for the rest of my life because oh, the yeah, pilot that walked poor in. Guy, who was <laughs> probably going to be a way better person for her than the guy with the abusive cat. Yeah, she sees him walking past the convenience store and he's been shopping at another store. He's been, like, too embarrassed to come back to her. Well, I mean, valid. I mean, the way <laughs> she treated him was atrocious. Wild. So he, like, she's like, oh, he's been shopping at another store. And he walks past and he rounds the corner and Jenna, the evil woman, they accidentally run into each other. And he drops the stuff and he apologizes. And instead of just being a nice person about it, Jenna looks at him, gets kind of angry about it, and then steps on his stuff and like grounds it into the ground. So she is cartoonishly evil. Yeah, she's cartoonishly evil. Love it. <laughs> she goes, this is Jenna, she goes into the convenience store to spy on her competition. I'm not making that up. She literally says, so that's my competition. <laughs> I don't get, what is it about this bland pilot guy that makes these women want to fight for him i don't know i mean he seems nice enough i i don't know i, I don't see it he's uh, i don't understand jenna's relationship with this guy at all which okay, we will get to right. shortly great like i don't understand their past so she gets a container jenna gets a container of cat food like the little can of cat food and asks for a box of it and miram tells her it's the last one and jenna mumbles that natsume is going to be so sad about that and miram's like Exc you know excuse me did you did you say natsume did i hear you correctly and jenna's like nope nope i didn't say that but I'll see you again, but she says it like kind of not nicely and then smirks and then leaves. What 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 was her plan here? I, we'll get there because it's like one of those plans that's like ridiculous. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's usually our cl like classic plans where everything has to fall in line for this to actually work. That would never happen in real life. Yes. So the next day is Miram's interview with that job, whatever job that is. <laughs> The mystery and you job. Do, the mystery job. You do see her go in, like she's sitting in the chair in her suit, and she goes in with determination, thanks to a text from Tewa, who's giving her a thumbs up and a picture. And she's like, thanks to him, I'm going to be so determined, I'm totally going to get this job. I'm like, thanks to yourself, lady. You're the one that's going in there to do a job interview. She Tewa has, has nothing to do with it. She has the self-esteem. <laughs> Wild. She has Hate no self-worth. And... Uh, uh, she goes in, she gets called for a job interview. That is the end of that. You don't see the job interview. You don't know what the job is for. <laughs> like, you that don't is the end of the job well or not. Scene. <laughs> well, kind of you do, sort of. So Natsume, <laughs> meanwhile, is back at the house and he's chewing on her dad's wig and has ruined it. Oh, no. His dad has a wig? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, like, which I didn't realize yeah. because you see him like once or twice in the entire show and then he's like chewing on it. Honestly, I didn't even remember what the dad looked like so I didn't even realize that sorry, he was, I was chewing just, on like, the dad's wig. <laughs> confused on how I should feel about that. Like, did we, did I, like, did I forget that we established this is a man who deeply loves his wig and this is a terrible thing? Like, <laughs> no, 
it's okay. bizarre. It's like such a random thing that like the cat's just randomly chewing on it. And the mom is up in arms. The dad's like, well, I should have put it away. You know, I shouldn't have left it on the floor. And the mom is up in arms because he also ate her other daughter's bra straps and the dried fish that she had prepared for a memorial service. Okay, well, that last one is one that's really terrible. I know, it's terrible. And so she gets, like, she's yelling and she's like, I've been holding myself back from getting rid of him because of Miram, but I'm done. Like, I'm over this. And she picks up the cat and walks out of the house saying no one can stop her. And the dad, like, half-heartedly tries. Mm. And apparently nobody cares that this cat belongs to someone else. <laughs> it is not Miram's cat. No, it is not. And <laughs> again... I am not justifying her actions here in any way, but I am saying Miram has been wholly irresponsible in getting the approval of the people she is living with to bring an animal into their house. Sure, and she could keep it in the bedroom if it's such an issue, like work out an agreement with her mom. She does not do that. I completely understand why her mom's angry about it, but her mom is like, her mom's just an annoying character, but also you just don't pick up somebody else's cat and throw it out. You You tell your daughter, like, you have to take this cat to a pet hotel we can no longer have this in our house. Like, yes. you figure it out. <laughs> oh, 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 I agree. I'm just saying that Miriam here, I think, shoulders a fair portion of the blame because you never bring an animal into a house without clearing it with the other people living there. That's just yes. rule 101, 101 being a decent yeah. person. <laughs> Agreed. So I don't I don't disagree with the mom's anger about the cat. I do disagree with her uh resolution yes. to this cat problem. <laughs> uh, yes, I think that is a good way to put it. I agree to that. <laughs> and her dad eventually calls Miram and is like your mom just left with the cat, and it's while she's exiting her interview, and she, like, runs home. What you gonna do? She's already Why run home? The mom's already gone. <laughs> well, I don't know, because this is the dumbest scene. So nobody can reach her mom because she left her phone at home, and just as she, like, makes it home and is like, where'd mom go? Where's the phone? And Tewa calls to check in on how the interview went, and apparently Tewa also just landed in Korea again and was hoping to meet with her soon to get his cat back and have dinner and has a gift for her. Is the gift so, his penis? Yes. <laughs> So you think that she'd know when the guy, like she's watching his cat. You think he have a set schedule. Like right. he should know when he's coming back, right? That's he not a, a mystery. Pilot. They have schedules, yeah. <laughs> right? It seems like a very scheduled job. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I'm not a commercial pilot. I don't know how that works. Maybe they do just fly out on a whim, but I'm you pretty think sure, that he would know when he's coming home. I'm pretty sure the Korean equivalent of the FAA does require planes to fly on a schedule. <laughs> It's crazy. And so, like, she's just surprised he's home. And I'm like, why would you be surprised? He, sh- You should know when he's getting home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, your plane landed at the time when it was scheduled to? I thought pilots were always late. <laughs> it's crazy. So she's freaking out because he wants to meet in two hours and she does not have his cat. And she runs out of the house to try and find Natsume, which apparently just involves walking around the neighborhood calling for him and, like, looking in things. But, but why <laughs> would their mom just, like, leave it on the street? I don't know, Sam. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I am. Like, does her mom just drop off the cat outside and is like, okay, you're out here now. Good luck. Did, or, like, is her mom still isn't back yet? She could have took her to, like, a uh, a, a animal shelter or a pet. Yeah, like, maybe the mom did something good, right? Like, it actually took it to where it belonged. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to just throwing it on the street. But the other funny part of the scene is that she's like wandering around and she's like looking under stuff. She's like going into oh, alleyways. I'm like, the cat, can, the cat under the rock. The cat, yeah. Like the cat can hear you. Like it's not unconscious somewhere. Like just yell its name. It literally can speak to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, s- you don't have to go pick up stuff and look in holes. Like it can hear you. <laughs> I don't understand. Basically, you're looking for a child. <laughs> well, you know, Basically. if you're looking for a child, you can, that can be hard to find too. Yeah, but like. 
a child that would recall back to you. Like you're not like, not looking for something that a normal pet that can't hear or understand you. Right. Okay. Crazy. And it's not going to hide. The cat would want to come back to the house. That cat's not a street cat. Like, it doesn't no. want to stay out on the street. <laughs> to be fair, when she was struck by lightning, the cat did come back to her. Exactly. So, meanwhile, Tewa heads home um, from the air, from the office, the airport. And in a surprise twist, Jenna is outside of his door with her travel bag. And she's, like, curled up outside of his door. And when she sees him, she starts to cry. Oh, uh, Okay. Okay. We'll see what happens. It's crazy, Sam. It's crazy. Uh, mm. <laughs> so Miram can't find the cat, and she's, like, spiraling. She's having a very, very hard time. And she's checking every nook and cranny, and it cuts back to the scene with Jenna, who is in now in his house, and she's in funeral garb. And she apologized for just showing up after two years. So apparently she has not been in contact with Taewat in two years. Why she's obsessed with him, who knows? And she tells him that her father just passed away and the house just feels too empty to stay there alone. Oh. I know. So she asks if she can stay with him for a few days. And he's like, you know, I'll find you a hotel nearby and, and I can you stop by. And she's like, oh, I can't be alone right now. And he's like, I really, I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm actually seeing someone right now. I'd rather not have you stay here, which a hundred points to him. <laughs> yes, totally valid, all reasonable. Set your boundaries, my dude. <laughs> so she's like, we're not even a couple anymore and we've known each other since childhood. What's the big deal? It's just a few days. And he starts to waver. And I'm like, tell you what, don't waver. Set Stand firm. <laughs> And then back at the house, the dad is outside of the house pacing, waiting for someone to return, which after he barely stopped his wife, I don't think he, he deserves some Props waiting. Props for that. He's try it a little harder. <laughs> to his surprise, the wife comes back with a new hairstyle and he, Natsume, she's like holding him and he has a big bow on him. So she took the cat to get groomed. Uh, kind of. And the wife is like, geez, calm down. I wasn't going to hurt him or anything, which was not clear when she left because no. she literally was like, I'm getting rid of this cat. <laughs> and apparently her plan was to take him to the salon to meet with the other cats that live there because they're all super well disciplined and do whatever the owner tells them to. So she wanted to basically take this cat to meet a bunch of well-behaved cats, hoping their good manners would rub off on him. Yeah, because that's how cats work. Yeah, I was going to say, she's one who's never <laughs> met a cat before in her life. <laughs> and they all ask every other daughter, um, not Miriam, but the other daughter and the, the father, like, oh, how did he do? And she's like, oh, he's such a terror in our house, but he was so, like, calm there. And the cat uh, is like, no, don't tell them. Let me have some dignity. And you, you get a flash to the salon. And the, the Natsume is eyeing the three other cats that live there who are all having a conversation. And so apparently they can talk. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that, yeah. They're talking about how clean he is, so he must be well taken care of and they ask him what his owner does and how he better not eat any of their snacks because one of the salon people are offering him a snack and Natsume is like who would eat your cheap stuff anyways because he's all like freaked out about these three cats ganging up on him of course and obviously the cats take umbrage at that they're like we can't control our snacks you know we have a nice place we live in a nice place (laughs) and then the three cats like gang up on him and go after him and he runs off (laughs) which they should because he's a jerk (laughs) i know but everybody laughs at the story and he's wildly embarrassed back at the house so that's him being well behaved is 
making enemies of the other cats. Well, yeah, but he didn't do it. He wasn't like the one that charged them. So I'm sure from a human perspective, it looked like the other three cats ganged up on him, which is funny since he's always like so in charge at the house when he's alone. Okay. I think that's the concept there. So to this point, okay, this whole thing's happened. The mom told the story. Everybody's laughing. Everybody goes into the house. Nobody has called Miram yet to let her know while she's wandering the street looking for this cat. (laughs) Hey, that cat, it's fine. It's here. Don't worry. Yeah, so she's, like, standing in front of a pet store window, like, should I buy this white fluffy cat in the window to replace him? Would he notice? (laughs) How much is that cat in the window? (laughs) Meow, meow. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, And someone finally calls her and, like, yeah, your mom's home with the cat. And so she runs home. And they're awful human beings, all of them. Well, I mean, everyone in the show is kind of terrible terrible and so she's back in the house and she's like looking at the wig and she's like what is wrong with you why would you eat this eat this and the cat anatsume is like i thought the wig was a rat i've never seen a rat in real life i've only seen them on tv and is that even a move though (laughs) he's like i think he was just being annoying and he's like is that even a big of a deal did you hear what happened to me who's gonna cure my trauma (laughs) what a a whiner (laughs) You know, so she runs off to take him to Tewa, who apparently has let Jenna take a shower and is debating whether or not she should stay at the house. Oh, well, let me make the prediction of how this is going to go, because <laughs> I've never seen a sitcom before in my life. Is Jenna either going to answer the door like in a t-shirt and underwear and be like, well, sorry, he's mine now. <laughs> or like she's going to see her in the background while talking to Tewa or see her come in and be like, what's going on? I thought we were a thing. And then storm out without waiting to hear any explanation about what's actually going on. That and may or may not big- be happening. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. He's worried that Miram hasn't responded to his text because he had messaged her earlier being like, can we delay it a little bit? And she'd gotten in the middle of trying to like search for the cat. Yeah. So she didn't respond. So she ends up ringing his doorbell, I assume, early. And Jenna hears it. And they she's listening as they talk at the door about where to go for dinner. And then Jenna steps out, as you so rightly suggested, in her towel uh-huh. wrapped around her. And um, asking some kind of question about the house and interrupting them and then pretends like she just didn't realize they had company, even though you know that she did because you saw her yeah, of look at them. <laughs> I, I, got the, like, I got the premise of what she's doing here. I've seen sitcoms like, before. She's like, oh, aren't you the one from the convenience store? And invites her inside. And Tewa is like, you know, he has the face on that's like, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> this is not good. Well, you should have stuck for yourself, Tewa. Well, and Jenna, like, Miram runs off, as you said, and Jenna tries to stop him, and he gets really angry at her. He's like, knock it off and runs off, runs after Miram. And Jenna's pissed. She's not happy that he didn't choose her. Which, come on. Why would he? You know. So he does actually catch up to Miram and explains what's happening, but Miram doesn't believe him. Why? Because Jenna came to the store the other day about and got, said something about Natsume and snacks. So she's assuming that it's like a long-term relationship, not that she just randomly showed up. Does he not explain that, hey, uh, this is an old childhood friend of mine? He does. He and- says that her dad died. She's like at the house and I was debating whether or not to like to let her stay. I really didn't want her to stay. Like you just happened to show up in the midst of that. And she does not believe him, which is crazy. 
crazy to me that she believes some random woman that she's never met over this guy that she has, you know, but, no, her she, evidence, she just at least kind of knows. <laughs> but her evidence are like, oh, it must be a relationship because she knows his cat's name when if she was a childhood friend, just like you said, of course she would know the cat's name. Like none of that contradicts anything he said. I, I know. I know. But she's mad and she thinks that he's cheating on her. <laughs> They've had like, what, two dates? Yeah, crazy. Oh, she's the worst. <laughs> So she's essentially, she breaks up with him and walks off and the music's very dramatic. Sure. I, I, I'm sorry, Dana. I find it hard to care about this relationship. I know. I, like, I think it's crazy. And actually, there's a funny scene later. I didn't write it in my notes, but I'll share it now. Is that there's a funny scene later where she's on, Miron's looking on the computer about how to deal with like post-breakup depression and all of the comments that she finds in the forum are people who'd been with their partners for like 10 years or whatever. She's like, this isn't helpful. <laughs> she like slams the computer shut. Yeah, no kidding. You're like, yeah, because you dates. just had two dates. <laughs> like, Girl, the heck up. <laughs> Crazy. Even if he was cheating on you, it's not that big of a deal in terms of like, like commitment that you put to your relationship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've lost two days and a lot of daydreams. I guess you count all those daydreams as, as spent time. Well, the year of time that she spent in love with him. Yes. Yeah, so back at the house, Jenna's chilling on the couch, chatting on her phone. And she's alone in the house because this is when Tewa had ran out. So she tells her friend that she's talking to that she made it into Tewa's house by telling him her dad died. Isn't that funny? She's going to stay there for a while. Well, I mean, if I was Tewa, I'd be like, all right, you need to leave tonight. Well, we'll get there. So he, she tells her friend, she's like, it's a bit small here, but eventually I'll ask my dad to get me a new place. So her dad is not dead. How's that going to uh, work if when Tewa <laughs> finds out? <laughs> That's what I said. So her friend's like, well, what happens if he finds out? She's like, I'll worry about that later. But what's the long-term plan sam she wants to like get with this guy right together forever. she has no plan because she, she's dumb like she's evil but dumb like everyone in this movie <laughs> everyone in this show danielle and i'm sorry to 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 say this is a moron like they all seem to be both emotionally and like interpersonally inept yeah yeah like not just like oh they're awkward or whatever like they actually seem to not understand how human beings work they're, this is like they're aliens or they're all yeah. cats they're all cats in human bodies it's maybe that's why they can all like he can understand all of them he just doesn't realize that yet not to me yeah it's just dumb i'm sorry but i don't believe i don't buy any of these people as legitimate human beings yeah i don't understand the plan because if she ends up in a long let's say that she wins you know this this whole thing and she actually gets the guy that she wants and she's in a long-term relationship with Tewa, like, how are you going to explain to you? Like, I, you know, I really just wanted to see you, so I pretended like my dad died. I wore a funeral garb, came to your house and cried that and pretended like my dad died. That would be ground for Wild. termination of relationship. I'd be like, <laughs> donezo. <laughs> like, crazy. What, like, I don't understand the plan. Jenna, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, it's legitimately crazy. Her plan is just crazy, all around crazy. It just keeps getting worse. So Tewa returns and she hurriedly, hurriedly hangs up the phone and she's been looking at pictures, which I didn't realize until second watching is these are pictures from the detective. And so she's like looking at the pictures and she's trying to hide all of them. She like stuffs them under a pillow and she's- Why she had pictures from the detective? She doesn't need she pictures. Was, hey, Sam, we'll get to why she's using a detective is bizarre and doesn't make any sense to the plot. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense now, Danielle. <laughs> it makes even less sense now because you don't even know why she's yeah. doing it. It makes it somehow, I don't know, it gets like worse. I can't so, conceive of a way this makes sense. <laughs> so she's looking at pictures. Anyway, he walks in. She like shoves them all under a pillow except for one which falls and she like catches it. She's holding it behind her, her back and he's mad at her and he's like tells her that she needs to leave and he'll drop her off at a hotel nearby and she refuses to go. And he's like, fine, you stay here. 
I'm going to go. And she throws an actual hissy fit. Like she screams and stamps her feet. And he's like, yeah, bye. I <laughs> mean, I like, I, I give I'm him glad, props. <laughs> yeah, good for him. But also, if I were to be like, oh, you're not going to leave? Uh, then we are going to force you to leave. Like that's when, you, that's when you like get your trespass out of there. Yeah, I'm like, call the police. <laughs> yeah, right? Like if you don't want to leave, you like, why was, I, I get that he is, you know, accommodating her and he's, you know, just ending the situation in the least dramatic way possible for him like just get out of there but also i would not trust that woman in my in my home no but i think he's trying to give her some deference for their their relationship as whatever in the past i mean it's unclear because she says they were dating and i don't like it's very unclear okay fine so the cat is suspiciously quiet through this whole thing which was weird to me because it was like a weird narrative choice because he's never quiet and like he's you think you'd have a lot of like commentary yelling at the woman in his head or whatever but eventually right at the end of all of that he says and he leaves his cat there which is crazy yeah um but eventually says that she's a witch and he hopes the ugly one is okay so he apparently has some emotion towards miram uh man i still don't like him yeah so the next like several scenes are uh taywa stalking miram outside of her house trying to like catch her so he can talk to her again in person he knows where she works phone calls i know okay this is like i actually have notes about this is like he at one point is like i'm gonna go find her and i'm like you know where she lives and where she works this is not a hard thing to find like he makes it sound like it's impossible to get no. a hold of her like she you works even know, every like, her single schedule, day that she works in the morning <laughs> and gets off at 11 you just go to the convenience <laughs> like, store before 11 crazy. <laughs> like it's not hard to find this woman and you make it seem like it's impossible to run into her I guess Taewa is the one who really needs to hire a detective agency to figure out where this woman <laughs> is because apparently he can't figure out on his own. So he's outside her house trying to like get a hold of her, but he runs into her sister instead who tells him to leave her alone, that she deserves better than him. And for reasons, Miram, after moping, decides to write a letter to Taewa about Natsume, about like all his actual likes and dislikes. You know Why? Like, he- She's did this guy know. for two days. She had two dates with this guy. And she seems Doesn't to even hate like his the cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Ugh. It's bizarre. I did not understand it. So she like sends it to him because you see him reading it like mopedly on his bed. He's like reading the letter like, oh, she cares so much about my cat. I'm no, like, she, she hates your cat. <laughs> <laughs> this woman doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. So Tewa reads the letter and then decides to search for her again. And like I said, it can't be that hard. She knows He knows where she works and where she lives. And she's not at work, but the person there tells him that she went to the library after her morning shift. It is like dark outside. So I don't know why he thinks she's still at the library, but he runs over to the library to see if she's there. And it's he, she's not. It's locked. The well, yeah, because it's, it's been like, yeah, it's like, like 12 hours since or whatever. <laughs> And she is not at the library. She's drinking alone in the same park where they drank before, and she's being all angry and calling I names. I despise this woman uh, <laughs> for reasons I will elaborate on in great depth right now, and I'm going to apologize <laughs> to all listeners for this rant I'm about to <laughs> unleash. Go for it. You've had two dates with a man who, by all accounts, while nice enough, seemed not particularly into you for quite a while. <laughs> You hate his cat, and you somehow find yourself in the deepest funk that requires day drinking alone in a park. Or I guess the, now it's night, I guess. Point is, get a hold of yourself. Well, I know you have no <laughs> self-respect or dignity as a person because you let a cat walk all over you, but, like, it's two dates. Like, grow the heck up. 
But I also think it's possible this is her first love. She has liked him for a year and she is like early 20s. So I'm not I'm not saying that explains no. everything, no. but I think it like <laughs> plays into it. I'm sorry, but like even if you've been crushing on somebody for a year, that doesn't mean that you actually know them in any way. Oh, no, of course not. She didn't know him at all. Yeah, exactly. Like you are completely overblowing this. You had no actual claim on him. Like even if he was dating, did you guys discuss being exclusive? Was this at all like just casual date like you have no idea what the parameters of your dates were 100 percent agree but here we are in the story Sam. <laughs> and that's why i don't i mean i'm not saying 20 year olds or 19 like you know early teenagers or whatever don't act like that i'm just saying i'm exasperated with that <laughs> <laughs> i don't disagree it's very frustrating and i think she's probably in her 20s because he's a bit older if he has this job already right okay so- whatever but I'm, I'm not saying that young people oh god i sound so old <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying the youngins here don't, you know, love hard and, you know, mope about it for a long time afterward over the smallest thing. But I'm also like, at that point in my life, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't have any patience for that. <laughs> Get over it. Move on. Yeah, grow the heck up. Which again, it's easy to say when you're older, when you're, when, when you're in your 20s, I can understand how that can be a very difficult thing. But also like, I don't feel like even in my 20s or teens, I was that pathetic. You were not a normal 20 year old, Sam. I mean, I'm not a normal anything, Danielle. I think, uh, neither <laughs> Put are you. Put it out there for us audience who is comparing maybe young 20 audience who is comparing themselves to what sam was like don't do that Uh, please you're (laughs) probably better than i was in many ways and probably better than both of us let's be honest danielle (laughs) i wasn't pulling myself into this conversation i just pulled you in danielle welcome to being a co-host on this podcast anyway so (laughs) (laughs) some time has passed who how much time who knows sam who knows (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, I have to stop you. Did you go through a mopey phase as like an early 20s? Come on, you can tell me. Did I go through a mopey phase? No, not really. Okay, I want to say this is like, is this why you're so sympathetic to? Uh, no, AT? I just am an empathetic person, Sam. I don't. Like, okay, and I'm cold hearted. I don't hold have on no, to like, emotions empathy. well. Like I'm not, I'm not good at holding on to negative emotions for a very long period of time. So I'm not very mopey. I do appreciate the implication that I'm not empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> You're empathetic too, just in a different way, Sam. <laughs> I'm empathetic in that I want her to be better. And I'm empathetic for where she is currently. I also want her to be better. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a more well-rounded empathy. <laughs> wow, that's awful judgy, Danielle. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, well, let me, let me display Sam's my empathy and sensitivity being, by calling you an insensitive jerk. <laughs> Sam's lovely. I would not do this podcast if he wasn't a nice human. <laughs> I mean, you probably would, because who cares? Like we're just you, you don't have to you don't have to have a personal connection to be on a recording okay, with somebody. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have stayed friends with him for twenty years if he was not a nice person. <laughs> yeah, like you're backpedaling so hard, you're like trying to ride a bike backwards. <laughs> Oh, you can do that. Okay. Anyway, Taywa. Well, Taywa, Sam. Oh, into our, our relationship. <laughs> Time has passed, as it has in our relationship, and Taylor <laughs> is dressed in his uniform and he's trying to leave for work. Trying? What stopped yeah. him? Jenna. Jenna shows up at his Why house. is she still around? <laughs> oh, she's around for a while, Sam. You're going to love it. I don't. So, I don't love it. I hate it already. <laughs> she's there, assumedly, to apologize and to tell him something, quote unquote, so they go out for coffee. And I'm thinking, how much time does this dude have? He's in his uniform. He was walking out the door, assumedly, to go to work, and she's, like, interrupting him, and he's like, yeah, let's go get some coffee and talk. Well, you know what they say. You gotta get to the airport, like, two hours early, so maybe he has a little grace period. <laughs> oh, maybe. So she shares a few childhood memories and tells him that she just wants to be by his side as a sister, like as, like they were as they were kids. And oh, he's not like, true. 
<laughs> Excuse me, sorry. He's like, I never thought of you as more than a sister, which makes his her comment earlier that they had dated very perplexing. Why is every woman in this show having a one-sided relationship with Tewa? <laughs> it's weird because she says, the translation says something like, uh, we're not together anymore, which sounds a lot like dating. It could also just mean, like, I guess they're not literally they're together in the same space. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, maybe that's what the translation meant, but it made it sound like they had dated in the past. And All then right, he's well. like, I've never thought of you as more than a sister. And I'm like, wait, did you date or not? Is it just an old friend? Are you like old lovers? What is it? Say, What is it? What is it? <laughs> Well, let's just chalk this one up to a fun translation mix-up, maybe. <laughs> Crazy. So she promises not to ask for more, but she also says that she thinks it's time she gets closer to Natsume, cause she's, and she's happy to watch him while he's gone. Why? I see him because she has cat revenge. <laughs> she wants cat revenge. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about the cat revenge. How can I That's why she can't leave yet, because she needs cat revenge, which is the dumbest revenge in the entire I world. completely... <laughs> I was so upset about these mopey, like, teenagers that I – I know they're not actually teenagers, but they acted like it – that I completely forgot about the cat revenge. That's how upset I was. Yeah. The weird part of the story is, like, so far you have no idea what happened with the cat that would require revenge, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe the cat drove her away. You don't know. Do you ever find out? No. No. No, Sam, you don't know why she wants revenge on a cat. <laughs> to be fair, Danielle, if I met Natsume, I don't revenge of that cat, too. He seems like a total jerk. He does, but, like, enough that she wants to get rid of him so she can be with the owner of the cat. Like, she can't be around the cat. It's wild. <laughs> I am less bothered by that than you are. It's, it's weird what we fixate on in, in shows, Danielle. You fixate on the cat revenge. I'm like, I fixate on the people behaving like, I don't know, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> also annoying. <laughs> Great. Love it. Uh, so he tells her that she there's someone he genuinely wants to be with. And even though they're going through a hard time right now, she needs to take his request seriously. Like, he, she really can't hit on him, essentially. But he agrees, I guess, because the next scene is Taewa dropping Natsume off at a pet hotel. And Natsume is really angry about this. He's like, take me back to the ugly one. And for some reason... I thought, I thought you said he agreed to let Jenna babysit the cat. No, like he... Okay, this is... It's all... This, Sam, this is a very perplexing scene. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So he doesn't say... Like, you never see the resolution of that conversation about whether or not he agrees with Jenna. But the next scene is Taewa dropping Natsume off at this pet hotel and jenna is with him and she's being very pushy about letting him letting the pet hotel take the cat and he's and she's like i'll visit him or whatever which doesn't make any sense it doesn't why would why would you like let her at this why would the cat want to visit her i don't know and like why not give it to jenna i guess if you're allowing jenna to visit the cat i i mean you I let the, the stranger take your cat so Jenna must be better than a stranger, although maybe he like knows her too well to let her keep the cat. Yeah, it might be the case. So he see as he's leaving, he sees a plane fly above them, and he recalls Miram's like wonder at the at the oh planes, planes can fly. <laughs> and Jenna tells him that she can't believe he still finds him interesting because as soon as she gets on a plane, she just wants to get off of the plane. And you uh, can tell he's like, uh huh, peace out. I'm like, I'm done with you. Get out of here. Uh, I hate to say it, but I am on Jenna's side in that regard. Like. <laughs> Things are cool and all, so. <laughs> but like, I, 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 they are a means to an end. They get me from point A to point B, and I do not want to be on them any longer than I need to be. I just want to, yes. you know, yeah. You and I have differing opinions about airports and planes. I know. I think I hate to say, Danielle. I think I'm probably in the majority here. I know. I'm a weirdo. I like to sit in airports. <laughs> uh, 
you should wait what was that tom hanks movie you could be like that guy yeah the one that lives in the airport yeah sounds fun <laughs> so she he leaves and she's mad that he doesn't seem interested in her which is hilarious because she doesn't like his cat she doesn't like planes she's kind of saucy she's lied to him <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're no like kidding. oh why doesn't he like me <laughs> Why doesn't this guy like me that I've been terrible to? So meanwhile, in the fake plane cockpit, yeah. the pilot that he's working with is clear is like, clearly you have some issues. Um, have you thought about that job offer that you that you got or that I gave to you or whatever? I don't know how the pilot ties into it. He's like, it's a really good offer and becoming a pilot at your age would be like amazing. So you should totally do it. Like he wants to become, isn't he already a, I guess. Is, he's okay. a co-pilot. And so the, um, this I is guess the, what he, my ignorance. I guess, about what the distinction is. So I think it's just like a matter of the responsibility and probably pay. Okay. And being in charge versus being like the backup person, at least in this situation in the show. And in this scenario, it sounds like there's like a competing airline that has offered him a job and a raise to like being the pilot, not the like co-pilot. See, in my ignorance, I had assumed a, a, a co-pilot was just another pilot who was assigned as that backup pilot. But you know what? I know nothing about how pilots work. So great. <laughs> so in this case, he could become a full pilot. And I guess that's unusual at his age. He, so he's had this job offer. Apparently, he's a very good co-pilot. Who would know since he has not flown a plane once in this show? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and he tells him at the next flight, he'll tell him what his decision is. Well, so that good next luck to morning, them, I guess. Yeah. The next morning, Miram is trying to convince herself that she should go see Natsume because he didn't cheat on her like the owner did, but she really just wants to see him, of course. Why? The cat? You don't like the cat? The cat doesn't like you? Why? Mm. I don't know. She just suddenly like misses the cat. It's very weird. So she shows up at what I assume is the pet hotel and like wanders around the building trying to find Natsume, but can't. And I'm not sure he's at the same pet hotel. It's all very confusing because one... When they when he dropped off the cat, it would look like it was at an apartment. I almost thought it was like a pet sitter as opposed to a pet hotel. Yeah. But then when you see the front of the pet hotel, it's like the normal. It looks like a business office. Like it looks like a pet hotel, a veterinarian office. So I don't know if like he gave the cat to them at a back door or what. Because it's like I can't tell if they're in the same building or if he went to it. Like it's two different pet hotels. Maybe he wasn't using the same one. But then why not? It's very weird. I mean, to be fair, we never actually saw where he originally was planning to leave the cat. So who knows? Well, he walks to the building and you see the front of the building. And then All there's right. a sign on the door that says it's closed. Okay, sure. So Jenna shows up at the pet hotel where the cat is actually being held to visit, quote, the cat. Uh-huh. And um, the cat is like freaking out and yelling at her and telling her she's up to some evil plan. Like, what is she up to? And she tells the owner of the pet hotel that the cat smells and that he should bathe him. And the- Wait, how does she know the cat smells? Because the cat is in front of her. Oh, okay. So she went to the... I, I don't know. Why did the owner let her in to see the cat? Actually, weirdly, you don't go into the building. The guy just brought the cat out to the door. Why? It's funny. I don't know because this I think it's part, of the, it's part of the plan. Like, well, he was... She was with him when he dropped him off. So maybe it was just like he was on the... She was on the visiting list or whatever. I... Okay. So I, I don't buy she, that at all. No, it's really weird. And so she's like, you should bathe him. He smells. And the guy's like, I don't smell anything. And he's like, besides, if we bathe the cat, like too much his hair will fall out and she smiles and she pulls out a bunch of money and hands it to him and it's like that's good then bathe him more often but don't tell his owner which i assume is the cat revenge (laughs) none of this makes any sense 
Like, what is she? She like her plan is to make the hair fall out of the cat because she's mad at the cat. Like the cat does not understand that. I don't understand how any of this works. So she just pays. She bribes the owner to give her the cat. No, she bribes the owner to bathe the cat more often so that his hair will fall out. I don't. I, how will bathing the cat make the hair fall out? Because it's a gonna irritate the scalp i assume like i mean you have to use like i assume if you use some kind of weird caustic material maybe but like just bathing getting a cat wet an extra day a week won't make its hair fall out i think she meant like pretty regularly i don't, I don't know understand. maybe it's specific to sam i don't know how cat bath works i've never given a cat a bath my cat's never needed a bath thank god well, they do <laughs> probably need a bath danielle but that's besides the point <laughs> And so I don't understand if you maybe it probably dries out their skin or irritates their skin. Maybe their hair does fall out if you bathe them too often. I don't know, Danielle. This all seems way too like convoluted and iffy. Like if you're trying to take cat revenge, like you would say, hey, I want to go bathe the cat myself and like slip some peroxide or something in there. To, like... Right. But I like the idea. Okay. There's a couple other things that happen with the cat revenge, but I like the idea that part of her cat revenge is just making the cat ugly. Why? The cat doesn't care. The cat, in reality, I mean, yes, this cat would care because this cat has, like, sentience, but most cats would not even really notice. <laughs> right. No, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, this whole scene is just so conf- Like, why bring it's the so animal weird. out to her? Yeah, okay. Let's just move on. I, 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 I'm very confused by everything that's going on. I'm not going to get less confused, so. Oh, it's not. Oh, no. I'm confused, too. And I've watched it twice. Okay. So, the cat's swearing a lot at her, and then gets taken inside, and the owner's like, oh, okay, and walks inside. And Jenna I, runs I would in. not listen to her. I'd be like, so, okay, crazy lady. We'll, we'll get to whether or not that actually happens. So Jenna runs into Miram outside of the cat hotel, which I assume means that Miram, Miram's like looking at her phone and looking at the buildings like maybe she's lost. So it seemed like maybe she was trying to find another pet hotel. So I don't know if she's going from pet hotel to pet hotel trying to find this cat, but That's nothing, nothing is clear in this work. show. <laughs> So Jenna runs into Miram outside the cat hotel, and she's like, let's go to lunch. Like, I'll take you to this fancy lunch. And for some reason, Miram feels obligated to go, which I would not. Just be like, like, don't uh, go. (laughs) I've already eaten. Bye. I've got plans. I've got to go. I'm meeting somebody. I have an appointment. I have like the 12,000 reasons why you don't need to meet with Jenna. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And Jenna tells her, it's just like this really swanky place, expensive place. And Jenna tells her that Tewa asked her to take care of Natsume while he was gone. And she's like, oh, that's why he wasn't at the pet hotel. And that Tewa has told her how good a friend uh, Miram's been. But also that it's just weird to... That she's so clingy to someone with a girlfriend, so if she could back off, she'd appreciate it. Oh, why does AT take all of this at face value? I don't know. And then Jenna leaves the table. She's like, and as she's leaving, she's like, oh, and by the way, I lived in the United um, the States for so long that we used to split the bill for food. So I hope that's okay. Bye. And she leaves. And so Miram ends up with a huge food bill for like lunch. Like her half of the food? Yeah. Her, more than, just slightly more than her half. And she's like mad about the extra $10. <laughs> Weird. Which is mean to invite someone to lunch and then not pay for it. Also, don't play that in the United States. That's that's rude here, too. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't do that either. But we do split bills, I think, more frequently. Yeah, yeah, we split bills, but only like when, not like if, if not the- But agreed if, upon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you invite someone out, you are assuming that you are like, not, hey, let's meet up, but like, let me take you out to lunch. That's, yeah. But you're paying. Yeah. Yep. So Tewa seems to be home now, but has not gotten his cat back yet for reasons. I what don't is know. with this guy who is so concerned about his cat, but also very blase about actually having his cat? 
know. So he's hovering again at Miram's house, but he's not having any luck. But he runs into her dad outside, who for some reason seems to know that he's the owner of Natsume. And it's like, oh, aren't you the cat's owner? Which I don't know why he would ever have met him. I think the dad is probably the most likable character. By far. And the parents love him, and they make him dinner, and they, like, keep him at the house. (laughs) And Miram finally arrives quite late, and she's super angry when she walks into them having a dinner and drinking and laughing. And they go outside to talk. And he basically is like, I totally understand why you're angry, but I, you know, I do, I'm in love with you, and I really didn't cheat on you. Like, that's not what happened. And she still does not believe him, and she sends him away. (laughs) This is the terrible foundation for a relationship, one of mistrust. Like, if you don't trust this... (laughs) guy why even considering being in a relationship with him yeah it's crazy so when he goes to pick up natsume the owner tells him about what jenna did and gives him back the money good good although why even like why did he bring the cat out to her in the first place like that's what i still understand oh yeah i don't know i assume because she was with him when he dropped him off so she thought it was okay i don't know he she did say she would visit so maybe she was on the list to visit maybe he's trying to give her a chance fine move on (laughs) okay so and tewa is obviously super angry about this and gives but gives him the money as a tip and is basically like take good care of my cat in the future and he has flashbacks to jenna telling him that she wanted to get closer to natsume and mutters you're a disappointment to the end which what happened between these two like there's clearly some like major drama between these two in the past that like you're disappointment to the end is what she what he mutters it's always disappointing when the alluded to stories like in in a, in a show or something are more interesting the show you're watching yeah like i want to know he clearly has some past trauma with this girl like okay they're they were friends growing up they may or may not have dated who knows but like what like what did she why is she in love with him why did she come back two years after the states to like find this one guy to like marry him very insincerely there's so much more <laughs> like, that's a much more interesting story than the talking cat that is just a jerk story we oh, have right now with- it's like weird that they'd never explain any of this either Ugh. so meanwhile jenna's in a car with a detective the detective <laughs> new detective all right the new detective looking at pictures of miram and complaining that they aren't doing enough and he's like oh i'll do better and they part ways Doing enough? I don't know. Taking pictures of Miram? What? What? Why? What is it? Why? What, I, I, yeah. Is she trying to find like something that will be could be used to imply that Miram is also unfaithful in a way or unworthy? No. No. Uh, okay. no. okay. It does not make sense, Sam. It doesn't make sense when it's revealed. It does not. <laughs> I'm just trying to again. I'm thinking of like sitcom style shenanigans where it's like, oh, I got a picture of them like that looks compromising but isn't, so that it can be used against them. Yeah, nothing it gets explained in the show. Great. So Miram is singing her sadness out in solo karaoke while Tewa drinks some wine at his house. These people are the so worst. Sad. <laughs> and Tewa asks Natsume if they should move. I assume he's talking about the job. It's unclear. Wait, wait, nope. wait. Does Miram have any friends either? Uh, does she have any friends? No, she has her sister. Because this is okay. Wow. Because <laughs> I, I, I just realized, like, when you're all down because of a breakup, this is like when your friends will help you, like, cheer you up and support you and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So I've just realized that we haven't no. seen anyone be like, girl, you're better off without him kind of thing going on. Yeah. And she seems to have lived there, like, her entire life because her parents own a home there. So you think that she would have a good friend circle there. I gave Tewa a lot of guff last episode for not having, like, any friends in the city. You know, he's lived there a whole year. He's got one friend. I'm not even sure she has one friend. 
that's that, not I'm her saying, like, related I, sibling. I think I owe Taewon an apology because compared to <laughs> A.T. here, he is a social butterfly. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but I assume they didn't want to pay another actor to be a friend. <laughs> I, mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's a logical reason, but the implication in universe is that she is this. I mean, this explains a lot about her. Like, this, she's, I, she's like a total creepy weirdo. Like, this is why she has no friend. She's obsessed with this guy. Like, she is a serial killer kind of level of like. <laughs> You know, the kind of one who gets obsessed with somebody and then can't get over it. Like, this is what I'm – I think uh, that explains her attachment. <laughs> the darker side of the man's voice. <laughs> More like the man's death. <laughs> yes. Good thing they're made for each other, Sam. Oh, boy. Okay. So that – I mean, that just solved the whole problem of her being mopey about him for like after two dates because she's the kind <laughs> I'm of – glad we resolved that issue yeah, and the, the issue is that she's a serial killer. Yeah, she's got a serial killer brain. She's got a serial killer <laughs> brain where it's obsessive about this one person. She – antisocial. Okay. Totally makes sense. Uh, and, Perfect. Yeah. Great. They're, and they all are. They're all obsessive about one person. Yeah. Just a whole city of serial killer Taylor, brains. who's obsessive about his cat and then manages to let Miram in. <laughs> Who's also Weird. a little obsessive about her cat. So Tewa's drinking wine. She's singing solo karaoke. And Tewa asks Natsume if they should move. Which again, I'm assuming is talking about the job. It's unclear because they never say where the job is located. And Natsume is like, wait, what? What? Why? What's going on? Where are we going? What? I don't want to leave. <laughs> Why? Why is the cat Kamo's apartment? I don't know. Because he likes it there. Sam, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Tewa wakes up the next morning to find that Natsume is passed out on the floor. And his tail is twitching, which is kind of funny. And he's next to a spilled and empty wine bottle. Aw, drunk cat. I know. So he rushes him to the vet. Also, uh, I don't really know, again, a lot about cats. Do they like wine? Like, would it be something they actually want to drink? Um, I don't – I doubt that, but I feel like Natsume's not a normal cat. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. All right. The, so the vet's doing his exam and it's like doesn't see anything immediately wrong with him, thinks he'll probably be okay, but it's going to give him an IV to see how he'll do and bounce back because he's basically like in a coma. He hasn't woken up. And Tewa is supposed to go out of the country on a trip the next, that evening, I think. And they tell him that the cat should have a guardian in place just in case. Like he shouldn't be left alone. Oh, call Jenna. I'm sure she'll do a great job. <laughs> yeah. So I guess his one friend isn't available because he doesn't even try. Ugh. And Tewa calls Miram. And I, Miram ignores his phone call because she thinks he's a cheating jerk. So she hasn't answered any of his phone calls. I don't think, know why he thinks that she's going to answer this one. I would have texted personally and been like, my cat's in the hospital. Can we emergency. please Emergency. I mean, <laughs> like emergency. Yeah. But also uh, like, again, you barely know this woman. Yeah, it's crazy. But I, again, like, as we just established, neither of them have a friend circle. So who else are they going to call? <laughs> I guess that's a fair point. I'm sorry. <laughs> so instead he rushes off to the convenience store uh, where... She is cleaning up the front of the shop, and he, as he approaches, he's kind of like, he can't quite decide if he should actually go talk to her or not, you know? He's having flashbacks to all the scenes where she tells him he's a creepy jerk. And he sees that the detective is out front of the shop taking photographs of her. Is he going to confront the detective? I don't know why the pictures would be helpful, to be honest. She's just cleaning. <laughs> well, we don't. I don't know what they're being used for yet, Danielle, so I don't know if they're helpful or not. So Tewa oversees the detective and recalls the picture that Jenna was trying to hide when he came back to the house all hot and bothered because she had tried to stop him from going out to see Miriam. And he assumes it's somehow connected to Jenna. Smart. And he follows the detective who like you know finishes his pictures and takes off so the detective walks off and he's following right behind him and he meets up with jenna not the detective does not Tewa. and the detective says oh i've got some good photos now and jenna's like good now lock her up for three months wait what 
what? <laughs> is she trying to like frame her for stealing from the convenience store or something? I don't know, Sam. It's not clear. What are the pictures of her cleaning up the front of the convenience store? How do those work for locking her up? <laughs> also, if it's a private detective, they have no authority to lock anyone up. Oh, it gets slightly weirder. Uh, the detective is like, well, we could break her leg instead. Like, put her out of commission, I assume. And she's like, that's too oh, much. Oh, it's a mob detective? <laughs> yeah. She goes, that's too much. Just get her away for three months. You're like, oh, breaking her leg is too much. But like locking her up in some place, jail, whatever is fine. <laughs> I don't understand the connection between photos and lockup. I'm sorry. I don't either. I am very confused. If by you just need to break show. her leg or kidnap her, you could do that without the photos. Agreed. And then she tells the detective, there's also a cat named Nazi May. Abandon him on the island, too. So her plan is to, like, maroon a cat and a tea on some deserted island. I can only imagine. <laughs> According to the translation that I read, it said, abandon him on the island, too. And I was like, what island? Good question. Who, who is this woman? Also a good question. Does she own the island? I want her backstory. I need to know why she has an abandoned island where she deserts people she doesn't like. Also, can I get one of those? Because I could usually use it. I need to know why she's obsessed with Tewa. I need to know their past history. I need to know like that why they how they broke up, why they're estranged. Like, I need to know. Oh, Danielle, you've brought me a mystery that can never be solved. It's literally. Uh, and Tewa bravely interrupts and seals the folder that she's like holding in her hands that has all the pictures and the info in it. And he's like, you have two options. You can either go back to America or you can turn yourself in. And I never want to see you again. And if I do, I will not be nice to you. And she's like, okay. She takes the agreement and disappears into the ether. Did she ever <laughs> come back in the show? Or you you just see like... her very briefly on an airplane uh, flying away. That was really easy. To, like, Why wouldn't <laughs> right? she just like say, okay, I'm going and then be like, duplicitous about it and strand her like what what is like his evidence is i have photos of this woman in a convenience store they don't tie to jenna anyway like he has no proof that they're her photos but she's not gonna get what she wants because he's never gonna be with her now yeah but she could still take revenge on the cat i mean yes she could have her cat revenge but for all she knows the cat's hairless i mean <laughs> none of this I'm, her her like that is such an unsatisfying character arc for <laughs> isn't jenna. it weird like, what? Why? What does it mean? What? Uh, I don't understand. I, I, I am spending money and taking photos and have this great plan. Oh, I guess I'm done. I'm done with it. It's fine. Why does she even need photos? If if the plan is I mean, actually to put them on an island, she could just kidnap them and stick them on an island. The photos, if it's uh, yeah. To put her in jail for some reason? Like, I'm not sure what the photographs prove. They prove that she exists. <laughs> yeah, like, they're just normal photos. Like, you have not seen her doing anything that would, like, uh, under a picture look like something suspicious, right? Yeah, none of this, none of this tracks. I don't understand. It's, it's insane. I can it only just, assume there's some translation error here that is hiding a critical piece of information that would explain everything. <laughs> I would like to think that's true, but usually the translators are pretty good, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure that's true. Ugh, give me hope, Danielle. <laughs> So she, like I said, she takes the agreement, disappears. Tewa catches Miram outside of work and finally tells her that Natsume is sick. 
And he has a flight tomorrow, and she's the only one you can trust with Natsume and was wondering if she could watch him. He sure. also tells her he's been offered a pilot position with another airline, but he's having a hard time deciding since there's something here that he doesn't want to lose. It's Miram, Sam. He doesn't want to lose Miram. Oh, I thought it was his one other friend. <laughs> So he's going to wait at the spot in the park uh, the night he gets back and she can meet him there if she wants to. No pressure. Otherwise, he'll take the job and leave forever. <laughs> Why are you basing your career decisions on a woman you've had due dates with? I don't know. They're in true love, Sam. <laughs> I hate these people. I hate every one of them. <laughs> so she picks Natsume up at the vet. He's supposedly out of it, but after she promises him some subpar salmon for recovery, he like freaks out and she realizes he's basically been pretending to be sick to get the two of them together because he wanted a sitter and he Did didn't he want to go back to the vet them? The yes. cat parent trapped them. <laughs> so good i'm you know i can't help but be impressed i'm sorry <laughs> it's so good best part so he tells her that he has something to confess this story is very like last episode heavy where it tries to explain all of the weird freaking stuff in the last episode well except for jenna who gets no explanations whatsoever. No, except for jenna he tells her that he has something to confess he says he used to be a street cat until this the woman, the one that was in the very beginning that found the kitten that like... So he used to be a street kitten for all of two days. Yeah, he was like thrown into the street in the box until that woman took him in. And there's a flashback to that girl who found the cat with Tewa. But apparently that... And they were like together for a couple of years, but apparently she passed away two years after she adopted the cat. And so Tewa who brokenhearted because that was his girlfriend, took the cat in full time and Natsume got scared that he'd be abandoned again. And that's why he's been so protective of his butler. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But also, no, I don't get it. <laughs> and so he says he may have messed with their relationship because he didn't want to lose his butler to her. And also that Tewa is in love with her and Jenna is insane and lied about her dad being dead and totally planned on the half-naked shower timing to make them break up. And Tewa was very, very mad. <laughs> Well, who couldn't figure that out? <laughs> well, apparently she couldn't because she has turned down his request to believe him 12 times. Because she has serial killer brain. Yes. So that day, Tewa is heading to his flight and Jenna is leaving on the plane, as I mentioned. And Miram gets word that she got the job, I assume, because she looks at her phone and just screams really loudly and gets very excited and then goes home and jumps up and down with her family. And I can only assume that's about the job. No, no, no. <laughs> The text was, congratulations, he's on the plane. Yes. I, I made my flight safely. We're good. <laughs> that must be it. She's just super excited. Because <laughs> you never see any, you don't even see the text or like the email in, in Korea. You literally don't see anything. She's just screaming at her phone in excitement. <laughs> this whole job subplot is totally perfunctory. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> So flash forward, Tewa's back, and this time it's daylight outside the cockpit. So that's cool. It's the first time you actually see them like sitting on a tarmac. And you're like, huh, I might have used a real plane for that scene. <laughs> the one time they had the budget for a plane. <laughs> so Miram's definitely going to meet him now that she's learned all the like good things, I guess. Yeah, of course. And she's on her way with Natsume. So she's like, she carries them. She's not even in a carrier. They carry that cat around a lot. I've never just carried my cat around places. I've that's always a, that's a, a good carrier. way to lose a cat. <laughs> Wild. So they do it a lot in the show. But she's walking towards the park with Natsume in her hands. And a storm suddenly starts. Sam. Did she get struck by lightning again? I swear. Yes. A lightning flashes from the sky and she gets electrocuted and her bones show again. <laughs> and she can no longer speak to the cat. Things are back to normal. Well, almost. So she wakes up in the hospital and she 
panics about the time having missed her date with Taewa. The cat's fine, by the way. Thank goodness. Uh, and she rushes off because apparently nobody wants to check her in the hospital for damage, though she's been hit by lightning twice. <laughs> this is insane. And she finally thinks to check her phone, like to call him to tell him that why she's late. And of course, it's not working, probably because she was hit by lightning. Uh, again, explains a lot. <laughs> and she has Natsume in her hands because he was rescued. And she asks Natsume what she should do. But the cat just meows at her, as you so rightly decided, Sam. She is like, stop joking around, and then realizes it's so sad the cat can't hear her anymore. No, the cat can hear her. She just can't hear the cat. Right, which is tragic for the cat, to be honest. Like, when no, you think about it. That's, that's a horror show. If you're like, I can understand what's happening all around me, but I cannot communicate to anyone. It's like being stuck in a coma or something. Yeah, and then you get somebody for a couple of months who can actually understand everything you say, and then they suddenly can't. Yeah, no. It's like, awful. 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 No, this is, <laughs> I told you, this show is legitimately horrifying. Like, it's a horror <laughs> show. It just, it makes me so sad. I never felt worse for the cat. So she finally arrives at her meeting spot, but Taewa is nowhere to be seen. And she's like upset that he didn't wait around for a few he hours. Wouldn't, he wouldn't leave without the cat. Right. Well, she's like upset in that way where she knows that it's ridiculous to like think that she's upset. But yeah, like she has his cat. She's going to see him eventually unless he's moving without his cat. <laughs> Which is <laughs> like, crazy. So he's supposed to like tell them about his whether or not he's taking the job tonight which is why there's this time timeline crunch feeling right of course and he's like she gets mad that he didn't just wait for her and mutters he's like that's why he's single and fine just go be happy in your new life and as she turns to go he appears of course telling her that he was mean to make her wait so long telling her she was mean to make him wait so long <laughs> i'm so confused <laughs> and then she drops the cat and they kiss and the music swells as as it does. And the cat runs away and never to be seen again because she can't I know, want to talk I, to that's it. That's what I thought it was. Um, no. The next scene is I'm sitting on the little bench. Oh, this bench other scene. They... I thought it was over. <laughs> no, there's one more scene. It's worse. There's one more scene. They're sitting on the little bench where they had day, dr day drank, day drunk. <laughs> where they were day Before. drunk. Where they're day drunk. And you remember at the beginning, or not the beginning, just like a couple of scenes ago where I said that he had a gift for her? Yeah, and I made a penis joke. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> penis joke. And so the gift, it's not his penis. He, I mean, Dang maybe it. later. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But how would you do that with a cat in your house? Ooh, that'd be hard. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> with knowing that the cat knows everything you're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Cat. Knowing the cat's sentient, I'd be like, hmm, close <laughs> the door. <laughs> so anyway, the gift... He appeared to get her. He got a collar for his cat that is a picture of Miram and Natsume. Like, that's the cat collar. And then he got a necklace for her that is also the same picture of her and Natsume. That is the worst gift. It's such a bizarre gift. And he's no, like, oh, I, I should have it. gotten one for myself. <laughs> he got her a picture, like, a necklace of her. I got his her cat. a pendant of her and the cat, like a locket of her and the cat. Like, the two people I love the most. <laughs> Who are, I'm not going to wear this locket. It's for you to wear the locket. Remind you of the cat. Like I'd be like, oh, this makes you look like an insane cat lady if yeah. I were to this. Crazy. And also, I'm reconsidering this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, it's so pretty. And he invites her on the third round for their date, which is a trip to Paris. He has tickets. It's nice to have a rich pilot boyfriend who gets you free tickets, I guess. And then they plan to go to dinner with the cat, I assume, who doesn't have a carrier. And that's Ugh. the end. The end, Sam. <laughs> oh, boy. That is a show, Danielle. And... <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> I kind of hate everything about it because I'm not saying it's a bad show, but everything I wanted to know more about 
you don't. Everything I didn't care about is what they focused on. Exactly. That's why it was so weird. I was like, it's just, it's so perplexing. And there's an entire backstory to like multiple characters that you never get to hear. And they keep referencing like, you know what it is. (laughs) And like, obviously, the cat with abandonment issues, that was was obvious from the start. Like, obviously, that's the cat had. It was probably protective of Taewon and everything. But they could have been way more interesting if the cat actually had like a better motivation than just, uh, I like the guy and I want to lose him. I honestly thought that the cat was going to end up not wanting her because he couldn't, she couldn't replace his first owner. Like yeah, that's I mean, what this, I thought that this was felt going. very much like your standard, uh, either divorced or uh, uh, widowed or widower, like with their kid and like starting to date again and their kid's feelings about, you know, oh, I don't want, you're not trying to replace mom or whoever, are you? Right. Like, and I thought that's where that was going. And then it turned out that wasn't really the case. It was just that he didn't want to be abandoned by his owner. <laughs> I was like, okay. But I was also like, it's just that story with the cat. Like it, That story is less interesting because a cat is not like a human being with the emotional depth of a human. Right. So it's just like, why Why not make like a cat reason or something? Like, I, I don't know. Or just the cat's a jerk. I mean, the cat is a jerk. I don't know. I just don't understand the, I don't understand the story. I don't understand the characters. Wild. Absolutely wild. <laughs> crazy story why why does it exist i wanted like 100 percent more jenna and 100 percent less miram and tewa being sad after their two dates <laughs> yeah like jenna said it's interesting because she comes into that fourth episode and then like she's around for like two episodes doing crazy stuff that doesn't make any sense and then she disappears like, yeah no what, what? why she was <laughs> only was there point? to create the third act like the, the conflict between the two leads like she was just there like to, a like, human oh, plot device yeah, yeah, yeah. She was just there to make them have their fight so that they could have the resolution. Like, these stories are very paint by numbers. They moon over each other, they start dating, something causes them to, like, fight, and so they break up for a little while, and then eventually they, they get back together. Like, that's how every yes. one of these stories works. Yes, absolutely. But what you're, you're absolutely right, Daniel, the way they chose to make that happen, absolutely crazy. Like, yeah. I would have thought the cat would have facilitated the breakup and then maybe had remorse about it and be the one who facilitated them getting back together. Which would have been interesting as well. Yeah. Not as weird, <laughs> but it probably like, It would have made more sense if, like, the cat caused them, like, if the cat, like, pretended to get injured by Miriam or something. So, like, he was like, oh, you, you hurt my cat. I can't trust you anymore or whatever. Right, which I think, and if they had done, like, more emotional depth to their characters, that probably actually would have been a stronger story overall. Instead, it ended up just being a really weird story with jenna <laughs> so weird that's absolutely crazy i don't understand yeah no <laughs> you can see why when i because i was watching this when we were chatting and i was like this is getting progressively weirder <laughs> i was like wait what is this show doing <laughs> no like because when i started watching it it was just like you know kind of cute and silly and i was like this is dumb but i'm gonna watch it it's only a few episodes and then i was like whoa wait a minute <laughs> Yeah, no, the whole Jenna plot really kicks into crazy town. Yeah, as soon as that started spiraling, I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've watched in a while. Well, thank you for sharing that, Danielle. I don't know what else to say about it. I have nothing else. (laughs) I don't have anything else either. I feel like it really speaks for itself. I would ask our listeners to please write in a backstory for Jenna. Like, write in what you think the backstory for Jenna is, because I really got to know what's out there. I got to know what you guys think. I also would love to know what her plan was with the pictures. Oh, good point. Yeah. (laughs) We could add that into the backstory. Story. I mean, that's all part 
part and parcel of like the whole Jenna saga. I want to know the whole thing about Jenna. I want to show all about Jenna. The man voice too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Prequel actually would be. How about how about the woman's voice? Hey, give her a chance. Hey, okay, yeah, with the talking cat. Maybe that's why she hates the cat so much. She, had she her can own hear it too. Cat. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh. if she could hear it too. She got struck by lightning the first time, but she never got the second strike that spared her the bliss of not Jimmy's constant prattle. Right, and she just ignores him and pretends like she can't hear him, so he doesn't really know that she can. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, so, love it. That's that perfect. makes so much more sense. It actually explains that entire plot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess don't write in then. We figured it out. <laughs> no, please write in. We want to hear your version too. All right. Well, if you have that plot, you can send it to us at bookretorts.com. You can also tweet, Instagram, or Facebook us at bookretorts. And if you feel like supporting us and you want some extra silly bonus content, you can find that at our Patreon at patreon.com slash bookretorts. Patreon. Hey. I need to think of a new one. Sorry. <laughs> I'll do new one year, new Patreon cheer. <laughs> Patreon, Patreon. <laughs> Watch out with a rhyme. We gotta do like a rhyme. P A T R E O N. You ain't got no Patreon, no. <laughs> but we do have a Patreon. Uh, but well, they look, don't have a Patreon, so they it's, should. It's the first draft, and you'll give it give it some time to marinate. <laughs> we'll work on it, everybody. Stay tuned next week. <laughs> we promise our Patreon content's better than that. Is it? Uh, okay, we can't promise that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess until next time, avoid lightning. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good moral lesson of the story. Uh, until then, bye. Take care, everybody. a shame i'm never gonna talk you into watching a korean drama when all i do is share weird korean dramas with you <laughs> well also if they're only about cats that talk and also <laughs> interfere in people's love lives which is again horrifying to me on, on so many levels <laughs> my next one you know many moons from now will not be about cats no we'll see about that i want this i want the listeners <laughs> to hear this and mark this down as proof that when you bring me another talking cat korean drama you were lying to be fair there are many uh asian dramas about talking cats or cats that transform between humans and not yeah. being human so I, I can't help that there's so many sam <laughs> i'm pretty sure we can blame japan <laughs> you can blame whoever you want danielle you are in control of your destiny <laughs> they just have a lot of cat shows